Radio City Sport. With Hampson Hughes Solicitors. Kick off your personal injury claim right now at HampsonHughes.com. The Radio City Sport Everton Matchbook Pre-Match. Tough game. Perhaps it might not have been a few months ago when it yeah. was supposed to uh, take place, but they've had a, a, a new lease of life. Uh, they've got a manager there who seems to have gotten results. The team's all behind them, so uh, behind him. So uh, it could be a difficult game, but it's, one, it's also one I'm expecting to win because we are in the top four. We are playing well. Uh, we're at home, but there's always a but, but. Crystal Palace have improved dramatically. Under the floodlights at Goodison Park, the focus is very much on Everton's quest for Champions League football. So certainly no red carpet reception for our visitors from the Palace under the guidance of Tony Pulis. The Londoners have been transformed from Premier League paupers to princes in the eyes of their fans. And Everton will need all their guile to unlock what have been very secure Palace gates recently. Three successive victories in the league for Palace, and they haven't conceded a goal in any of those games. For Everton, they are in search of successive victory in the league, number eight for the first time since May 1985. Changes made by Roberto Martinez tonight. See McCarthy, Naismith and Osman drop to the bench. Barkley, Morales and McGeady all start. Tim Howard in goal, kept his 100th clean sheet for Everton in the league on a Saturday at Sunderland. In front of him, Seamus Coleman, John Stone, Sylvan Distan and Leighton Baines. Then Gareth Barry and Ross Barkley with De La Feo, McGeady and Morales ahead of them and Lukaku leading the attack. On the bench, Naismith, McCarthy and Osman we've mentioned alongside them, Hibbert, Garbert, Alcaraz and Robles. Crystal Palace forced into one change from their win over Villa at the weekend. Dickerjoy out injured. Shamak comes in to play up front alongside Jerome. It's Speroni in goal, a back four of Mariapa, Scott Dan, Damian Delaney and Joel Ward. While Yedinak, the skipper, will play a holding midfield role with probably Joe Ledley alongside him today and Jason Punchin and Yannick Velassi, the wide men, and Marouane Shamak and Cameron Jerome leading the attack. Now, of course, we are to pay our tribute here at Everton for the 25th anniversary of the tragedy of Hillsborough, and we're going to have 96 children from uh, local schools here and uh, the two teams lined up in front of us here at the main stand.
red and blue united the players there lined up in front of the main stand and the hillsborough family support group applauded by everton and crystal palace players alike margaret aspinall alongside bill kenwright in the director's box here Wonderful tribute, the red and blue scarves tied together. The 96 school children make their way out of the stadium. I'm sure they'll be allowed back in to watch the action. Let's hope so. We are all set. Andre Mariner is the man in the middle, and that's his whistle to get us underway with Everton attacking the park end goal in the first half here. Patience. Maybe the order of the day, according to Sharpie alongside me. Crystal Palace have been a tough nut to crack of late. The game. Morales flicked back by Baines. Gareth Barry's ball into the penalty area, deflected off Joe Ledley and goes behind for an Everton corner. Morales, a very adventurous set up. I think it's what's Barkley's head when he play that holding over to Gareth Barry, but everybody else in front of him is just going to interchange. Could be very interesting and very entertaining. One minute in, Everton have the first corner of the evening. To be delivered on the left-hand side and headed over the crossbar by Gareth Barry from the delivery from uh, Morales. Yeah, good half-chance. Poor marking from Crystal Palace, something you don't associate with. McGeady's delivery, sorry. Yeah, decent delivery from McGeady, but Barry mm. unmarked near post. Yeah. Header over the crossbar, and it's a goal kick for Julian Speroni to take for Crystal Palace. Two managers already patrolling the technical areas down below us. And Speroni delivers up towards Marouan Shemak, who's looking for the flick on to Cameron Jerome, cut out by Everton. Looking at Shemak, how he's looking as if he's playing in midfield, and it's Cameron yeah. Jerome stuck up. Up top on his own. De La Feo playing a 1-2 with Lukaku. De La Feo down the right edge of the penalty. That's a good ball into the penalty area. Nobody there to shuffle it home from inside the six-yard box. Here's Aidan McGeady picking up on the far side of the penalty area. And he's won Everton another corner. That was brilliant play from De La Feo. Good little flick inside and went for the return off Lukaku. Got to the line and just whipped a great ball across. McGeady just couldn't get on the end of it at the back post. But really incisive play from the young Spaniard. Yeah, it was one of those balls that cut out the goalkeeper uh, with defenders scampering back to cover. Corner this time, Leighton Baines to take, headed away by uh, Cameron Jerome back defending. It's Lukaku, breaks for Barkley, edge of the penalty here. Barkley trying to wriggle his way into the box. I think he was trying to just wriggle his way to get an opening and then he went down. I don't think he re had a real shout for a penalty there. No, I don't think so. I think it's put on, but I think... Here's Aidan McGeady as Everton look to break again and run at Crystal Palace. McGeady's doing just that and firing one from 25 yards over the crossbar. Yeah, not bad run from McGeady. Positive. Side to go on his own. I think there was overlap on the left hand side. He ignored that. It was Kevin Morales, I think, going down the other side. Balassi now. Coleman to take on. And Coleman's got the better of him again. Well, we said he can be a threat for Lassie, but Coleman's reading him well. Ball played forward here by Barkley to the halfway line for Morales. A little bit of space to run into. McGeady's going ahead of him. 
Morales plays it into the path of McGeady, who's just forced wide to the left edge of the penalty area, onto his right foot, gets a shot in on goal, off the head of Scott Dan, and away towards the edge of the box. And Joel Ward should complete this clearance for Crystal Palace, and he does. Here's Yannick Balassi, he's got the better of the Everton defence and put a ball in, which is pushed away by goalkeeper. Tim Howard and battered back in by Jason Punchin, who has scored yet again for Crystal Palace. Yannick Balassi doing the initial damage down the right-hand side, putting a ball into the penalty area. Howard could only push it away, and it fell kindly for Jason Punchin to rattle one in left-footed low into Howard's right-hand corner, and Palace have a shock lead. Yeah, it's a good finish. You know, it's a good finish. Punchin's still got an awful lot to do. It's a great finish. That's just where it's going to be difficult. You know, you know, it's, it's a good goal scoring form at the moment, punching. You know, it's a good finish. It probably went down past Leighton Baines too easy. Now, De La Feo, away from Joel Ward, flicking a ball towards the penalty area, Morales. Morales juggling to bring the ball down under control, he did well to get a half-volleyed snap effort in the end over the crossbar and... Baroni still not forced into a save, but it was a difficult one that for Morales. He did well. He did very well. You know, just having to juggle a little bit, bit of body strength, just trying to beat the goalkeeper high up to his near post. Booze because of the time taken for the uh, goal kick, I think, by uh, Speroni, who finally does deliver. And Yannick Balassi is able to win it. And Balassi hits one off the post. And then the rebound sent wide by Cameron Jerome. But Yannick Balassi's effort from 25 yards and a touch more was a thunderous effort that had Howard beaten, but not, thankfully, the Everton post. Well, he's been their main man for me. What a threat. Physical strength. It's a great strike. Beats Tim Howard near post, sits the post. Rebound comes back to Cameron Jerome. It's a difficult one for him to put on target, but his physical strength. Balassi is causing problems, and Everton just begin to lose their way a little bit. Here's De La Feo, little flick into the path of Barkley. Barkley taking on Yedinak, but Yedinak trying to force him out. It didn't go out, oh, and in the end, Lukaku's got a shot, which the keeper is forced into his first save of the evening. Speroni tips it around for a corner. That's a very good save as well. You know, poor defending at the end by the, the, the Yedinak. He seems to have out-muscled Ross Barkley. Ross just gets a... A toe poke to it, falls to Lukaku, swivel shot, that's a good save down to his near post. Corner then, Lukaku to take. Oh, Gareth Barry just failed to make a connection with it as it was flying into the corner of, of the penalty area. And balls out on the far side for an Everton throw in the end. Everton trailing 1-0. And here's Cameron Jerome playing the ball to the left-hand side for Yannick Balassi. Balassi with Ward going outside of him. Balassi goes inside to De La Feo. He hits another one with pace, but over the crossbar. Really, really impressive for me, the winger there. Stones with a long, raking crossfield ball. Take him on. Finds McGeady into the penalty area, trying to take on Mariapa. Mariapa just holds him up initially. McGeady gets the better of him at the second time and puts a decent ball into the box, but nobody attacking it. Said, you get on the back post, you'll get a tap in nine times out of ten. Still a few staying out there. Get in the box, even now. Get in the box. One minute of stoppage time to play. Everton trail 1-0 at the end of this first half, and it's a corner. Morales takes. Nobody able to get anywhere near it in a blue jersey. Picked up by Baines outside the penalty area. Now McGeady. 
McGeady down that left edge of the box. He's put one to the far post, onto the roof of the net. Over Spironi, over Lukaku and Morales inside the six-yard box, onto the roof yeah, of Spironi's net. Disappointing, we've been in positions wide. Really haven't made the most of them. Oh, and some frustrated Evertonians at the moment, heading for the exits at half-time. And they will want to see a real turn in fortune as far as the Blues are concerned in the second half. Crystal Palace have certainly done their job in the first 45 minutes of this one. Free kick for Everton, and that will just about be the last action of the half. Andre Mariner says, yep, that's it, half-time at Goodison Park. And uh, a ripple of applause from a few Evertonians, but the overriding... Um, feeling at the end of that first half will be one of real frustration for Everton and it will really be thoughts at half-time from Evertonians as to how can we get the better of Crystal Palace in the second half because we haven't made the goalkeeper work just the one save from the Lukaku effort towards the end of that first half Crystal Palace have done a job on Everton they've done it effectively and Everton at the moment are facing a real uphill struggle Graham definitely but I'm not surprised I'm not surprised because you know they are what they are and they've really worked hard work inside under 20 pools they've got to be in you know so we shouldn't be surprised at what we've found We'll be disappointed that we haven't troubled the goalkeeper enough. If you're not long, if you're not balls in, in the box all the time, you're going to ask, you're going to say that they're going to be favourites all day long. We haven't got anything in the box, we haven't got any movement in the box. But tossing, tossing balls in there, you know, and they've got to be absolutely perfect to pick some down. We need to take more chances. Uh, we've got to be careful they're going to try and catch us in the break. Uh, but overall, some good stuff up to, to, to a certain a certain area and then it just kind of breaks down and that's because again for me we're not moving it quick enough you know, we'll be looking more I thought Delafield started really well McGeady started well but we don't really the goal threat everybody's coming short for the ball there's nobody going in beyond and they're, they're well marshaled they've got a, a, a great setup defensive setup and hopefully nick one in the break they did Velassi who's been a threat all day long you know, got the better of Baines got the ball back it's a good finish from punching that's what they'll do, they'll come out and say, first and foremost, we don't concede, then we've got a chance. And that's what they've got and given themselves now, they've given themselves a great chance. We need to do more, we need to get on the ball and cause more problems. But, you know, we don't want to go on and say this is wrong, that's wrong. But we need to, you know, Ross Bartley hasn't been influential in the game in the midfield, the game's kind of bypassed him a little bit. Still a fail at times. Has started well and then faded out of it. Morales the same with him. McGeady the same with him. Lukaku's been anonymous for me, absolutely anonymous. So all of a sudden, when you're talking about playing the system and you've not got McCarthy there, you're looking for your front players to shine. And at the moment, if I'm Tony Pulis, I'm thinking my defence and my midfield screen and all that are doing their job to perfection because those players have not been in pleasure at all forever. So Tony Pulis has, has won that half, 1-0. Surprise, not in the slightest, because that's what we knew was going to come, that's what we knew we were going to be up against, that they were going to defend and defend well. He spends hours and hours and hours in the training ground going through. Silly sits as a player would drive you nuts, but he drills it into his players. This is the way you set up defensively, especially when you go away from home. And up to now it's working, and Everton, I'm afraid at this moment in time, haven't got an answer. They need to up their game. 
yes, we can come out after and say it's tough against them. Shouldn't be surprised with that. We knew that was going to be the case. Thing in the second half, can we get that little extra spark invention or make something happen? Because at the moment, Crystal Palace are on their way to, to another three important points for them. The Radio City Sport Everton Matchbook. Radio City Sport. With Hampson Hughes solicitors. Get a £2,000 cash advance when we accept your claim. Now that's something to feel good about. T's and C's apply. Perfect timing. We have just kicked off for the second half inside Goodison Park. Everton have made a change and Stephen Naismith is on and Gerard De La Feo is the man who has made way for Everton who are attacking the Gladys Street goal in this second half and the ball is with Palace goalkeeper Speroni. So your thoughts on the change, Graham? Yeah, I think he had to make a change at half-time. Uh, De La Feo, surprised that he played at the start of today's game, you know what happened, mm. started the, the previous one. Uh, but Stephen Eastmith comes on, gives an opportunity, gives a little bit of urgency, probably more through the middle than, than wide left, but he was powerless on the attack. There's the danger man, Yannick Balassi, across the face of the penalty area, just snuffed out on the edge of the 18-yard box, and Barkley trying to carry the ball forward for Everton, but the intervention from Palace, and Joel Ward sends it out to the left-hand side, or receives it from Mariapa, I should say, over on that left-hand side, and then the final ball into the penalty area should drift behind for a goal kick for Everton. Just a minute into this second half, Everton with it all to do, trailing Palace by that 23rd-minute goal via the boots of Jason Punchin, Balassi. Balassi just turning the ball inside for uh, Crystal Palace once more with... Plenty of players forward here in support for uh, Shamak's ball down the left edge of the penalty area. Here's Ward, he's got a, away from his man inside the box and it's broken here for Ledley and that's a good save from Howard. Had to push that away, right-hand side and behind for a Crystal Palace corner for a, from a thumping Joe Ledley effort. Causing problems all over the park. Oh, it's good play from the, the full-back, just out muscles, plays for a penalty, never good strike from Ledley. Good save from Tim Everett. Yeah, Ledley's effort pushed away by Tim Howard. Corner for Crystal Palace at the start of the second half. Corner from the left-hand side, headed down, 2-0. And Crystal Palace are in seventh heaven here because Scott Dan, on his return to Merseyside, has given Crystal Palace a two-goal lead from a simple set-piece. Corner left-hand side, floated in, and Scott Dan, the man born in Liverpool, has got his first goal of the season for Crystal Palace. Signed on deadline day, what a way to open your account for the club. Yeah, and I think it's young John Stones, he's complaining, I don't know who's got, who's picking him up. Well, it's a free header. Heads it down into the ground. Past Tim Howard, big ass now. Now Aidan McGeady picks up for Everton. Twists one way, then the other. Rifles one from distance. Well, it was narrowly wide on the left-hand post. There was a decent effort from McGeady. Yeah, good strike from McGeady. On his left foot. Speroni, whether the referee's going to have a word with him to hurry up. Everton have won the ball back quickly here with Ross Barkley. 30 yards from goal. Directs one out to the corner of the penalty area on the right-hand side. 
Kevin Morales puts one low into the penalty box. Ball comes back into his path, though, having been cleared. Tries again. Baines must be. Naismith has got the final touch. And Everton are back in the game. Morales with the cross. Leighton Baines, of all people, with the header from the angle of the six-yard box. And there was Naismith to stab over the line. I think it might have been going in anyway. But it's Stephen Naismith's goal. And it's Everton 1, Crystal Palace 2. With the goalkeeper and the defender, it's a good little touch from Stephen Ace. All credit to all credit to Leighton Baines, but that man Stephen Naismith again, brought on as a sub, gets the final touch and squeezes it over the line. Goalkeeper's kidding on his injured here, they're not having that. John Stones up to the halfway line. Just right of the centre circle now, trying to direct the ball forward, which is cut out by Palace. Picked up again by Everton, and Stone sends it to the left for Leon Osman. Now to the left-hand side, and the left touchline, and Leighton Baines, that's a good whip ball into the box. Oh, what a chance at the far post, Kevin Morales. Came storming in on the end of a wonderful Leighton Baines delivery, but on the half volley, he couldn't direct it towards goal. It's a great ball in. Difficult chance for Morales on the back post, but he's done well to get in there. Sylvan Distant goes inside of Marouane Schumacher. Still has possession for Everton. Gives it short to Ross Barkley, who's closed down by Cameron Jerome. Barkley takes a return pass from McCarthy. Then he flicks one out towards Osman. Osman heading into the penalty area. On for Baines. Back for Osman. Oh, what off the crossbar. What a and the keeper got a touch to take it onto the bar and behind for a corner. Great effort oh. by Everton. Great football. Palace have seen us hit the cross, but Rathor right away, Smaroni's got a touch. Good play from Leighton Baines, coming more and more into it. Here's uh, Jason Punchin, who can be a threat himself, he's on the edge of the penalty area. He's got one into the box for Cameron Jerome, it's 3-1 Palace! Cameron Jerome from just inside the penalty area, set up by Jason Punchin. Jerome works the ball onto his right foot, and he arrows one into the corner, low down to Tim Howard's left-hand side, and Everton have got it all to do again, because Palace have got their two-goal advantage back. It's Everton 1, Crystal Palace 3. Yeah, the two of them up front have been a threat. Good first touch from Jerome, and it's a good finish. You know, they've been impressive all night for me. Look lively, look strong. Just at a spell when Everton looks like they're coming back into the game. Slight deflection as well, I think. If Everton do get one now, the atmosphere inside Goodison Park will be raucous once more. Here's Baines to take this corner from the left. A packed 18-yard box. And again, it's Crystal Palace who win the header inside the six-yard box to clear. Back towards Baines. Baines pulls it outside the penalty area for McCarthy. McCarthy shifts it for Barkley. Barkley's made room for a shot here. He has to hit it. He does. Oh, oh, oh. How did that not go in? Deflected behind by goalkeeper Speroni. I thought Barkley was going to hit it earlier. He didn't. And when he did hit it, I thought it was in, but Speroni got in the way. He got saved with his feet out. Good play from Ross Barkley. That's what we want to see more of. Driving, having a shot. He saved it with his foot. Here come Everton again with Barkley. Now to the right edge of the box. Low ball in from Morales. Locked inside the penalty area again by Crystal Palace. 
And Morales has won Everton a corner off Jonathan Parr. Well, the interest now, just somebody to go and get the head on it, because every ball that's come in, it's been a Crystal Palace head. They're more determined. Corner right-hand side. Morales will take for Everton. Morales lifts it in. Well, again, it's Jonathan Parr that gets it away this time, and Everton have surely got yeah. a free kick here. Nudge in the box, yep. back and the free kick is taken quickly. Low ball in, Leighton Baines, oh. shot blocked inside the penalty. Osman drags it wide with his left foot, never really in the right position to get it on target. Wide of Speroni's right-hand side. Yeah, half chance, quick free kick, it was on. Morales across the six-yard box, pulls to Leighton Baines, his shot's blocked. Lee Osman can't get it on target. Now, Everton in. looking for a goal, and they're going to get one because it's been put in by Kevin Morales. The ball threaded into the edge of the penalty area, and Palace, for once, were static. Morales was awake and alert to get the better of the goalkeeper, nick it round him and stab it into the empty net. And maybe this game is not done and dusted yet because it's Everton 2, Palace 3. But so it's a great finish from Kevin Morales, a good ball from most part. I think he's offside. Offside. I think that's what Palace are saying, so it's but it's off, a it's off a defender, you're right, Graham. And Kevin Morales has got Everton back into it on 86 minutes. Well, 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 here's Naismith. Osman. Naismith again, just outside the penalty area. Played across for Barkley. Barkley's lifted it into the box. Chance here for Everton. Flag stayed down. Morales missed his kick. And goalkeeper Speroni is able to smother, and the chance is gone. I think that's the last chance now for me. And a patient flick ball from Bartley. Has a first swing in it, he misses it. Second one, misses it again. Uh, chance gone. The final throw of the dice for Everton to preserve this unbeaten record. Baines lifts it into the penalty area. Headed away by Scott Dan. Back it comes from Leighton Baines. Again, Palace are there in numbers on the edge of their own penalty area. And Barkley has got to strive to win it back from Balassi. He can't do so. It's cleared into the Everton half. And with 30 seconds on my watch to play, Everton have just got to lump it forward. Not the Martinez style, but needs must. And at the moment, it's not working. Here comes Stones. Stones to Distan. Down the left-hand side for Baines. Out of play for an Everton throw. Five seconds on my watch of the six. It's a throw into Everton, just yards from the corner flag, left-hand side. Sylvan Distan will take for Everton. Long it goes into the penalty area. Heads go up, and it's put behind for a goal kick and Everton's chances have disappeared. Yeah, I think that's it. The referee will surely blow his whistle when Spironi takes this goal kick for Crystal Palace. And incredibly, they are going to record a fourth away win of the season, a fourth consecutive Premier League victory, and deny Everton three very important points in the quest for Champions League football. Everton will remain in fifth place, and that is the final whistle. Everton fall to their first home defeat since Boxing Day when Sunderland came here and took the points. Everton's run of seven successive league victories has come to an end.
at a crucial stage of the season, just when Everton had the momentum coming into this game. A point would have lifted them above Arsenal and into that Champions League place. But Crystal Palace have defied the odds. Crystal Palace have scored three times at Goodison Park to record their first victory here. And their first victory here since 1997 in the league. Crystal Palace running out. 3-2 winners, and Everton troop off, rather dejected. Roberto Martinez will try and see the positives and obviously tell us that there is still an awful lot to play for in this quest for Champions League football. And he'll be right, of course, because there are still four games to play for Everton. None bigger than the visitors who come here on Sunday. Manchester United will come here and now Everton really do need three points in their next fixture. Beaten tonight and trooping off dejectedly, but it's not the end of the season yet. Definitely not, Al. We feel they're disappointed, but Palace have come and done a job and knew it's going to be difficult against them. They're, you know, when they get the, the, the slow set out, they're hard to break down. You know, and they've come away and done a job. Every single one of them worked a socks off, got behind the ball. You know, and a typical Tony Pulis's side fighting for their lives. You know, and it was nothing good, never going to be easy here tonight. But I just think that first half, you know, not too many of us at it. Second half, you know, at 2-0, we keep started the second half well, and you're thinking we're back in the game here at 2-1. You know, we're looking to get that equaliser, then we lose the third goal, which was a killer. Did well to react to that to get it back to 3-2, but just wasn't to be. I thought they, they, they battled hard at the end, the boys, but just couldn't break a, a resolute, you know, resolute, sorry, you know, Palace defence. You know, they've, they've, they've done really, really well, and it was a typical, typical Tony Pulis team. You know, went in the air, set the stall out, and made it extremely difficult for us. I didn't think it was going to be anything else, but I don't think that, you know, our, our front, front four, five, call them what you want, did enough in the first half. Second half, we made the changes early. Uh, you know, we talked before the game about physicality and, and strength of the uh, Palace team. That was there in abundance tonight. They were physically stronger, you know, more powerful. Uh, like Sadilla Field struggled to get in the game. McGeady struggled to get in the game. Morales struggled to get in the game. Lukaku was for the, for the whole game virtually anonymous. You know, so all of a sudden, you're not getting three or four. Just when we say when you go away from home, you need to have 10 out of 11 playing. When they're at home and you've got three or four that are off the pace, it's always going to be difficult. Palace came, set up a, a rear guard and said, try and break us down. And unfortunately on the night, we didn't have enough to do that. Did we carve out enough chances, Graham, for your liking? Not really. I think we had some crosses into the box, but I don't think we had enough people in the box. I don't think we, you know, you know they, they were decent, set the back strong. Uh, but no, we didn't make, it, make enough. You know, the final third was a disappointment tonight. You know, I thought... There was some good performance and your best performances came from, from defenders. Uh, you know, all in all, Tim Howard made a couple of saves. But they punished us with really good finishes as well. I'd have to say that all credit to them. Uh, they were a threat on the break, you know, and the front players worked hard and they got hold of it. You know, something that we didn't really do. And we found it hard to break them down. So, you know, they'll be delighted. And Roberto will be disappointed. Of course, he'll be disappointed. 
we can play better than that, but you've got to take your hat off and give credit to Crystal Palace, who came and done the job. And as I said before, I think they will they will give Liverpool probably their hardest game. They will come to run in as well because they are a difficult team to break down. Uh, so they've gone away. It's disappointment for Everton, but you know sometimes you just you know when you're up there and you're challenging these are the games that you sometimes you have to roll up your sleeves and go like for like and, and, and fight them. You know. And, I just thought today, no, Palace were always going to make it difficult for us, and it was disappointing from Everton. But 3 2. Hey, listen, don't go forth. Arsenal stay above us, but still games to go. You know, Arsenal can drop points. We'll be got to believe that, and we've got to go into the next game against United. And what a good game it is as well to uh, to bounce back on. You know, United yeah. have a big game, you know, so the players will be up for that. Post match. It's clear that uh, the, the result is disappointing because we were so. Uh, looking forward to try to get a positive result that he, he, that everyone could 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 celebrate and enjoy playing at home. But uh, I thought the first half performance was a little bit of a, um, a feeling of fear or a feeling that we had something to lose, and we allowed uh, Crystal Palace to for me to to, to score too cheaply to get three goals away from home and, and in, in four shots on target is something that is not normal on, on us. I think the first half performance is, a, is an okay performance on the ball and, and is not not really ourselves without it. The second half was different. I think it's a real change of approach. It's, it's, uh, we're more focused in our duties and everything that could have gone wrong it goes wrong again. Um, a corner, something that you expect from Crystal Palace to be strong. We get John Stones blocked in something that it looks a very unfair block, and that ends up in the back of the net. And another counter attack that is is not like us to concede in those situations makes makes the the scoreline very very difficult. Even then, I think the the spirit and and being able to score two goals and having three good chances on top of that that's a very good uh, number of chances against against a Crystal Palace side that we all know they keep uh, opposing teams uh, to very limit in, in, in terms of the, the threat in front of goal so overall we need to con congratulate Crystal Palace they got a, a fourth win on a trot and, and it's a very good run from our point of view we need to learn that we cannot get affected by by uh, wanting to win without no, not knowing how and I think the first half we had a little bit of a too much of a responsible feeling but the second half was exactly what we needed the right reaction and is the, re the, the approach that we need to to get in the next four games the Radio City Sport Everton Matchbook Radio City Sport with Hampson Hughes solicitors the only team to deal with your personal injury claim click hampsonhughes.com